welcome to the Brownstone with Jara Monique. I'm your host, Jara, and this is the show where we explore how people experience and engage with different aspects of life from their varied perspectives, all while sharing some laughs, some gags, and some advice. On today's episode, we're talking about independent women. Oh, my ladies. Okay, let me stop. <laughs> and joining me today <laughs> on a special crossover episode is Monica and Makita, the host of Chicken Sex and Degrees. Hello, ladies. Oh, hey. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. I was about to join in and sing with you. That's be my song. I know. Yeah, I was right? like, oh, y'all. It's all about me. Oh, oh, Lord. Now we're going to go down Destiny's Child Hole when we get off this, yeah. this podcast. <laughs> listen to all the music. That album? Have you listened to Survivor recently as an adult? Like the song no. Survivor? Listen to those lyrics? I just seen the video. Ooh. I just seen the video like a couple of days ago and I was just like, I didn't even realize they were in the jungle. Like, what was like, <laughs> the whole rain dance scene? Like, I didn't even realize they got stranded on the boat and it was a lot. So I definitely, yes. It's crazy when you see things as an adult, when you was really into them as a kid, you'd be like, now how the hell did y'all get stranded on the island to begin with? <laughs> yeah, the plane crash? So like, it was, I guess you it was don't like know. It's like they just appear in the water, you know? So it's funny. I feel like I remember uh, making the video to that. I think so to too. That, yeah. I think it was. To that video. I remember the I outfits. Yeah, yeah. I remember. That's so crazy. The yellow, Tina, the red. Tina Knowles yes. special. Oh, and the green, right? Yes, Tina. <laughs> Mama mm. Tina, oh, you know what? <laughs> she was... paved the way for Ivy Park, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that she was crawled so I Ivy Park could fly because <laughs> night and day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but. um. Definitely. That's crazy because, like, that song honestly was like one of the things that sort of prompted me to think about this like segment and like this show was like independent women. Because um, I came across like a tweet that was like, "Yeah, y'all gonna realize that like Beyonce's independent women have a lot of y'all ladies fucked up nowadays." When you realize like <laughs> <laughs> just how hard you know oh, a standard women. that is to live up to, and I, and I was I like had to think about it. And I was like, "Damn, did that song really?" did set me up because i really thought i had to be completely independent beyonce wrote that song they should have elaborated right they should have elaborated or put like an asterisk like we don't mean everybody be independent they should have gave some context to what they meant when they came over charlie exactly exactly right not responsible for your singleness like like that that's what they should have that part but (laughs) so like before we begin though (laughs) Just thank you both so much for doing this. I'm like so excited um, to have this crossover episode. And I also like want to let people know in case they haven't listened to your podcast yet, like, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself and what Chicken Sex and Degrees is about. Like, sure. Um, well, I'm Akita. That is Monica. I'm Monica. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm I missed the cue, right? Yeah, I missed the cue. Okay. okay. Um, and Chicken Sex and Degrees, it's it's a podcast, you know, two women just having discussions about different things that impact us as young Black women, different lessons that we've learned, um, things that make us happy, things that we like, and achievements that we've, you know, earned or experienced in life. And, you know, it's, it's just two friends, like, having a good time and, and talking about different things that matter to us, pretty much. Yeah, and I mean to be honest, chicken, sex, and degrees—those are the necessities. You have to love chicken, right? I mean, I guess 
feel like you're, I mean, you can substitute it with tofu. You know, I say this all the time. You can do tofu, you can do shrimp, but it's something, some protein that you like, right? Sex. If you don't like sex, you can talk about yoga. Whatever, whatever it is that you deem is your necessity. Hey, if you don't have a degree, you can say certificates, you know. This is um, whatever your goal is, yeah. Whatever, whatever brings you pleasure. So yeah. I love but. that. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially it's it's for everyone. You know, everyone can find something to take away from your show because it's about, you know, life right. and your shared experiences. Yeah. Which is dope because I that's essentially what I hope to like accomplish here with my own podcast. It's just like, let me share what I've been through and hopefully, you know somebody can right. connect with that you know and right. help each other out like <laughs> listen yeah mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. with 2020 like people have been in the house by themselves so it's like you know you're alone but you're not alone everybody's like in the same boat together so yeah it's good to to have a way to relate to people even in, if you're not you know being with them in person yeah exactly and it's so cool that you guys decided to do this like even though you're not in the same location either so like we used to be though we used to be in the same location (laughs) ain't that right Uh (laughs) okay i guess makita is the one that moved away i am i'm the bird that flew the coop um yes but it's worked out you know i think she appreciates you know the fact that i'm in atlanta i've done pretty decent for myself and you know she has a place to visit me and I have a place to go because I'm I'm actually from Baltimore. So when I go home oh, okay. to Baltimore, I can leave my parents' house and visit her and be away from them. So. <laughs> Works out, I guess. No, uh, <laughs> someone's still a little sad. <laughs> but I feel like I love it. Podcast is like a great way to stay connected because like um, my first couple episodes, like I just had a lot of my best friends on and I realized like even though we talk all the time that we were having conversations on the podcast that we had never had before and I was like it's crazy how that that's happening but I was also like I feel like I know you all better (laughs) I can that's real I mean that's true for sure because I feel like this podcast has definitely allowed us to like kind of explore our friendship um I know it'd be a lot of moments Makita be like I didn't know you think like that and I'd be like girl you don't know me you don't be in my head. You don't know what I be thinking over here, okay? So Listen, um, it's definitely, I mean, it's definitely a relationship um, builder. And it's nice when you have somebody who you can work with. Because we we actually, like, work well together. Like, you know, we we work well together for the most part. So, yeah. It's our water energies. I'm really into astrology. Me too. Like, okay. What are you? What's your sign? Okay. So I'm a Sag sun. I'm a Oh, you into it, into it. Yeah. Okay. And a Capricorn rising. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. So yeah. I'm a Pisces sun. My birthday's next March 4th. Um, ah! Pisces sun, Scorpio rising, and Aquarius moon. Oh, wow. Okay. And I'm Monica. I like long <laughs> walks to the bank. <laughs> okay. I like cash apps. And I like Parmesan garlic chicken wings. Oh, God. She's a Scorpio a sun. Oh, she's a Scorpio sun. I'm okay. a Scorpio. I don't know about all I need the, your birth you know, time. I, wanna, I would actually like to run your birth chart. You got to send me your birth time. 749. PM? Uh, yeah. AM? AM. Okay. That's also a different level of intimacy. Once you get the birth chart and you start looking at your friend's chart, you're like, oh. (laughs) Yeah, we got a lot of water happening here, though. That's good. We're going to get into these emotions and the feelings. And yeah, (laughs) it's going to be good. It's going to be good. 
So let's uh, start the show. So I like to begin with a segment I call What's the Meaning? And this is where we take a word that's related to today's topic or one just floating around in the zeitgeist. And we discuss what it means in relation to ourselves. And today's word, in case folks haven't guessed yet, is independent. And so mm-hmm. I mean, what does the word independent mean to you both? Um, I think for me, independent means being resourceful. Um, it's always, I know we, we, I, I don't know, me and Makita kind of have these conversations all the time where it's always like, but like rely on yourself first, you know, like rely on yourself first um, to do what you need to do. But for me, I think independent means being resourceful. Um, yeah. When I think of independent, this is going to sound real Webster-like, but um, <laughs> <laughs> without support, independent, um, able to stand alone um, without support. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. I'm similar to the both of you. Um, like the word that came to mind when I thought of independent was self-sufficient. So I think <laughs> we're all just like being able to do things on your own. And like, that's a part of like resourcefulness as well is like, can you find a way, you know, to, yes. to do what yep. you need to do. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know why I feel like it's been, I don't know, something that I have felt I've had to do like the majority of my life. I always felt like independence was like always the goal. Like, you right. need to be independent from mm-hmm. everyone. And I'm not sure why, like, cause that. It's probably a combination of things. I possible. feel like, I feel like it's things yeah. you learn. It's probably that goddamn Destiny Shao song. Hell that yeah. Change you. <laughs> that, that set the outlook on how you thought. I mean, it's probably just like, you know, either people you've seen around you, you know, just kind of living that independent things you've heard society, you know, we're influenced by a whole bunch of things. So, um, that's I mean, I think I think we all kind of have that same type of feeling of where like in our mind, that's always been the goal, um, because I think it sounds weird to just be like, oh, you know, I want to not be independent. Like, I don't, it sounds like I don't know. OK, you want to be, like, be, be independent? Yeah. Like what you. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be independent. I just want to, you know, have somebody pay my bills. Like, I feel yeah. like it sounds weird. It doesn't sound normal. So you almost are forced to like, you know, I guess in a way man up and figure shit out so and i yeah. definitely think as a black woman like you know period as a woman like you know you're you want to be independent no woman should be relying on a man for anything not that. but definitely as a black woman because in a lot of um households of black women sometimes the men aren't there to you know rely on and depend on so you especially have to be independent as a black woman quote unquote um so i definitely think that that is a narrative that is preached to us and um shown to us from a very young age mm-hmm. what they say they say boys is co- girls are raised boys are coddled or something like that mm-hmm. yeah like a little saying they say something like that so yeah i think it's you know just as young girls like pressure is always more on us yeah yeah you're absolutely right. Like now that I'm like reflecting back on my, even like adolescence a little bit, it's like, I don't know, you're, you're almost like groomed into it without even like thinking about it. Like I think about like when I started, yeah. (laughs) Like when I started doing my laundry as a kid and I started, Mm -hmm. you know, having to do things around the house or watch my brother and sister. And it was like this expectation of like, this is what you do. And right. 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 That's how it is. I mean, it's kind of like the whole American dream of like, oh, you grow up. Well, I feel like the old American dream of like, oh, you know, you go to you go to college, you you get married, you have kids with the white picket fence, like little, you know, little shit like that. That is just 
pushed on us, you know, Mm -hmm. and I don't think we realize it's pushed until we start getting older and really unlearning certain things and figuring things out for ourselves that we're like, shit, I don't... I don't know about this now. This is this ghetto. This is ghetto. <laughs> this is okay. This is this is zero stars. I don't recommend having to, you know, fucking clean up after a grown ass man now. Oh, he can go. And white so. picket fences get dirty. I'm good. Yeah. I want a gate like an iron fence, personally. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So. Yeah, no, it's 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 odd because like I don't know, you you grow up even in a house where you realize that folks are dependent on each other to get things done. Right. Cause that's all like a household and a family functions. But I think for me, I also sort of idealize this thought that like, well, then nobody can tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like no one will have any authority over me. And I think that's probably where I was like, yeah, I don't want anybody to think that they could tell me what to do. And I have to like take into consideration, blah, blah, blah. But I I don't think that's completely like an accurate way to like think about it. But I think that probably is like a a driving force for me. It's like, I'm not trying to give anyone any little bit of control (laughs) over my movements. I think, I mean, and that's true because I think like, I don't, I feel like when you say that, like in my word, like in my mind, I automatically think of like this whole submissive versus like partnership argument that always happens of how Mm -hmm. they're always like women should submit. And then when men define what submitting is, they almost describe a partnership. So it's almost like, (laughs) it's like, you know, um, they, they want you to submit and like being independent, you're kind of just like, nah, I'm not like, I'm not going to submit to you if you're not paying my bills and doing this. Like if we're going 50, 50 on rent, mm -mm, sorry, ain't going to be able to do it. So yeah, that's where my mind goes when you say that. Yeah. Yeah. Even submit, like that's another word I have to at some point talk about because it's giving me the like, mm, no, (laughs) yeah. Right. It's all about perspective. I think it's, yeah. It is. And I think like, it's because like, I mean, it's like when you are independent, you do kind of have that mentality of like, um, like you can't really tell me what to do, you know? And I think, I think a part of being independent, like another word is like being in control of who you are, the decisions you make, um, what you do, you know what I mean? Like it's taking accountability, being responsible for yourself. Like that's all this. So it's kind of like, if I'm doing all of this over here, no, you can't come in here and tell me <laughs> what to do with this. But um, I guess it's like, it's just about finding balance in a way. Um, if that's what, you know, people desire. Freedom. Freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Being independent. You know, throw your hands up at me. All that good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Definitely when I was younger, when I think about independence, yeah, that meant freedom. And I even thinking about America's bullshit ass independence days when they got their freedom. So I can definitely see how the two would be, you know, equivalent. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually interesting. Independence, meaning freedom. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think that's what a lot of us grow up feeling like when we gain our independence, we're we're free from like our wait parents, till I turn eighteen. Yes, right? yes. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say, wait till I turn eighteen. I'm moving out, and now here we are looking ghetto. Like, ooh, can I live back in the house? Like, <laughs> where you don't gotta pay no rent? It's like I don't, don't want to figure out what's to eat for dinner. Somebody yeah, else, because listen, I didn't had Twix. I didn't had like four Twix today. Like, I have not even figured out what That's to eat. A so, 
I definitely, but yes, yeah, yes, yeah, definitely freedom. It's definitely, you know, when you're younger and you kind of like, I can't wait to do this. I can't, you know, but grass ain't greener. So. Yeah, exactly. With freedom yeah. comes, like you said, responsibilities and accountability. Responsibilities. Like, yeah. A- accountability. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, you got to be accountable for all the, all the risks you take and, you know, whatever it is, the decisions that you make, you got to be able to, to know when you, basically i mean essentially fucked up you know what i mean like when you fucked up and when you you know like made the wrong choice or whatever that's that's all involved with being independent yeah i feel like that's the part that they don't really teach you about or like help you understand it's also like oh you'll learn and you're like all right well thanks like like, you have to learn that the hard way no one I don't think I don't think anybody will really truly get the lesson if someone just tells them like you know what I'm saying like I think that's something that you genuinely have to experience on your own for it to really like stick and be like damn okay like I really gotta (laughs) tune in like it's not just about doing what I want to do it's about being smart in the decisions that I'm making and doing what I want to do yeah yeah absolutely wow i love the way you put that about being smart and making the decisions that you do which again comes with time like a lot mm-hmm. of that comes with time and a lot of Listen, just for sure because yeah. independence independence change independence changes as you get older you know what i mean i think like i said like we said when you were eight when we're like 16 17 we're thinking oh somebody's gonna tell us what to do and blah blah, blah, blah. and then when you get like 30 31 32 you start realizing like independence kind of has a whole different spin on it you know what i mean it's more so about managing you know money and managing time and managing feelings and be, being able to process feelings like it's mm-hmm. just so much more than just you know having that freedom and being able to hell not listen to your parents and stuff so it, it, it changes as you get older like, right yeah and like yeah. you have four Twix, you know, for for dinner. <laughs> That's your dinner, I yeah. feel like shit later. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. That's true. That is absolutely true. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so, so I'm wondering then, like, do you feel like you can be independent and be in a relationship? I think so. I think you I think so. I think you just have to have the right partner who respects that space that you're in, right? Because I think you you could date people who have in my mind, like a savior complex of where they, they get, they get validation from, I guess, um, doing things for you. You know what I mean? Like taking care of you or doing whatever it is. So having the right partner, the partner who doesn't really need to be validated or get that validation when you do things for yourself. I think, I think you can, I just think you have to be with the right person who, is okay with you, you know, man in the situation if you need to be. I actually think it's necessary to be independent, um, to be in a healthy relationship, right? Because it codependency is, is a term that they use when they talk about unhealthy relationships. And I think if you are codependent in a relationship, it, it could be very toxic, especially if one person is, you know, headed in one path where they are truly independent and they're trying to, you know, get things out on their own. If you're dependent on that person for kind of like what Monica was saying, if you're dependent on that person for your esteem, for um, whatever, the relationship is not going to be healthy at all. So I think a relationship, a healthy relationship is comprised of two independent people. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I do th- think that there's a difference between being independent and not like allowing someone to help you and be involved in your life. Now that I don't think is conducive for a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. And I think it's, I think it, it can be easy to like blur that line between like holding on to your independence, but like holding on to it so tightly that like you're not able to accept support and, you know, mm-hmm. from, from your loved one or from your partner. But I also love that you brought up Makita, like there are different levels or different types of independence. Like you, you mentioned codependency, which over the last like couple of months, I've been doing a lot of work on like my own like codependency issues because, you know, I failed to realize that a lot of my relationships kind of contain those elements and like platonic, familial, like all of these um, different relationships. But I, I thought myself like a really independent person. So I was like, how the hell can I be like so independent, do my own thing, make my own decisions, but I have all these like codependent relationships? And, mm-hmm. I, and I didn't realize there was like, there's such a thing as like emotional independence, like emotional dependency, like that mm. exists, you know, uh, outside yeah. of like the the physical, mm-hmm. physically independent, I was like, or financially independent. I was like, yeah. damn, they really don't tell you about that one. Like, right. <laughs> they don't. That's real. That's real. It's definitely. And I mean, and it's definitely like even being, I don't know, I feel like in being independent in the end of relationship, I just feel like hell it could be any type of relationship it doesn't necessarily have to be like with a romantic partner you know what I mean like you could have a friendship you could have you know like you said family stuff when you're exploring you know your codependent issues like it's a lot of different type of I guess relationships that you can be in that those that independent type of um little little trait will kind of creep up on you yeah I think that's true Monica I'm just thinking about like (laughs) my mom is very she's one of those moms that just wants to be involved no matter what. And I'm, you know, I love her. I tell her what's going on, but I'm very independent. Like if something's going on, I try to like handle it as soon as possible. I might tell her just because, you know, she wants to know, but I think it was difficult, difficult for her when I became an adult for me to be like, Oh yeah, I have to do this. And I called and I did this. And she's like, Whoa, like you didn't need my help or anything. No, I'm I'm good. I got it. Like, Because some of, you know, I have brothers and men are different from women. I think, you know, they call her and like she walks them through certain things. But I wasn't, you know, that child that kind of depended on her in that way. Yeah. So, I mean, it's different. It's definitely levels to it for sure. Yeah. Independent. Yeah. And I think a lot of that stems from childhood. It stems from when you're younger because I, too, was like, um, the younger one, but I was the more like independent kid. Whereas like my parents dropped me off at school and I was like, yo, see you later. I'm cool. Bye. And like, they're like, Oh, like she's good. Like she could play by right. herself. Like she, she, she's good. And I was always, so that's kind of like <laughs> how my parents treated me and like how I moved through life was always just like, she's good. She figures it out. You know, yeah. she figures it out. Right. And that's sort of like the personality I adopted. It's just like, Oh, I'm always going to be the person that figures it out. But then mm-hmm. that also sort of like trained me to think that like I had to figure it out on my own. So it's like yeah. finding that balance of like, okay, yes, I figure it out. But also like you can ask for help, you know, yeah. as you're figuring yep. it out, you know, like there's, that doesn't take away from your independence. And I think that's what I struggle to kind of find acceptance with was like, you can still 
you still call yourself an independent woman. <laughs> and ask for her real, out. no. And that's yeah. true. Like, I always say, I am never too proud to beg, okay? Like, if I need something <laughs> and you got it, I'm coming to get that shit. I'm coming to beg. I'm going to do whatever I got to do to get what I need from you. So, for sure. Because I think, I don't know. I think, like, I think part of it, too, is when you're independent, you just kind of feel like, you know, well, who could I call? You know what I mean? Like, I'm so used to being a person that people depend on or just I'm always used to doing things by myself. Like, hell, who could I call? And I think that's when the difference of independent versus self-sufficient comes comes into play of like, you know, Makita always says like, no man is an island, no man is an island. So it's like, you know, you got to kind (laughs) of realize that being independent is not everything sometimes it's being self-sufficient like you know you're gonna always rely on yourself but if you gotta beg or do something strange for a little bit of change <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna do what you gotta do <laughs> okay because i'm gonna do what i gotta do Which, god damn it so listen what's that place the pink the pink palace the pink the pink the pink valley <laughs> with the pink whatever all right so if y'all see my ass in there just know that i had to do what i had to do okay uh, <laughs> And don't judge. Don't judge. <laughs> don't judge, okay? Just just tip me. Just tip me. <laughs> Help me out. Help a sister out and tip. Yeah. Put something in my I'm collection plate, goddamn. Listen, I'm trying to be self-sufficient out here, okay? Damn oh, it. That's, a fool. that's hilarious. So like, um, so thinking about like independence in relationships, like do you both like subscribe? And I don't know, like if your relationship status, you can share that or not share that. It's you know completely up to you. But like I know like myself and like my, my sisters and my friends like have this like sort of mentality of like, okay, even if I'm with someone and like, let's say we're splitting, you know, all the household expenses, you know, we're looking for equality and equity in our relationships. Like I still need to make sure that like, I can do this on my own. Should that person leave or should this not work out for whatever reason? And I feel like so many of us have that like driven in our heads of like, you it doesn't matter what he like he says he'll take care of make sure you can also like take care of it on your own so I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. that may like make you hesitant to really like I don't know depend on someone you know yeah. yeah yeah um well I'm in a relationship um and I, I, can, I can see how you know that mindset would make it you know difficult for you to fully submit or um surrender yourself in the relationship um but but I think it's just like knowing like you know I've been in other relationships that did not work out and I wasn't around family or like really like close-knit friend groups like I had some close friends but I was like miles and miles from my family and I didn't know nobody. I was working a job where I didn't make a lot of money, but somehow it worked out. Like I'm still here. I'm thriving now, despite what happened to me in the past and I'm able to love again. So to me, I'm like, I can always count on myself. So I'm going to put my all into this relationship without taking in what happened from the past because I want it to work out. And if it doesn't, again, I know that I can count on myself because I've done it plenty of other times so I think it's about just knowing that you got you regardless of without having I mean if you want to make a plan you know if it don't work out that's cool live your life do your thing no judgment but I think just knowing that you got you like that's that's the biggest deal to me Ooh. I don't know I feel like you always gotta have some like fuck you money in the stash <laughs> 
Like, for real, like, you always got to have a little stat. Like, I, I, and I don't know. I mean, because like I said, I don't have a partner. I don't really sub- subscribe to partners and stuff like that. But um, I I don't know, I guess, what it's like to live with somebody and have to pay bills and stuff like that. But I just would, I guess, in my mindset, I do always have that backup plan. Because I, although we want to sit and be like, you know, oh, I hope we're together forever. We don't know what forever is and they could leave tomorrow and when they leave like you got to still be standing so at the end of the day like don't be so caught up in I guess the love that you are not in touch with reality and reality is is that they could leave your ass and when they leave what you gonna do for that mortgage you're gonna be at the bank with me so <laughs> you gotta you I just feel like you always have to just make sure like you're you're okay you know what I mean like and like Makita said, I don't think you have to lead with that. It's not something that you have to lead because there are people in relationships who be like, you can leave right now and I'm going to be blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't think, yeah, I'm going to be good. Like, I don't think you have to lead with that, but I think you have to know that, like, you have to take care of yourself. Like, that's it. And I think, like what you were saying earlier, like, it's even more than just finance. It's emotionally, too. Like, if you are gone, if you're not here emotionally, I'm going to be okay. Like... I might cry it out for a couple of months or whatever, but at the end of the day, I'm going to be okay. And, and I'm going to keep moving forward and life is going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think, I think what you both said is like exactly also like how I feel and like where I've come to like that place of understanding of like, you can intrinsically know that like, I got me no matter what I'm going to be okay. And like, I've made it through so many situations in the past and like, I'll make it through anything, but also like, having I don't know um not like you said Monica like not leading with that whole I could do right. better by myself like <laughs> right right like if that's the case then right. like you know go be by yourself be by which yourself. is <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> right well, go be by yourself for sure yeah, yeah which is why I feel like a lot of relationships end up breaking down because it's like okay well then what do you need me for then if you don't need me mm-hmm. like for emotional mm-hmm. support or but you know, for the, for all of it. And it's, it's like, damn. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of us have been conditioned, especially as women to like, I don't know, from like our past and the society that we grew up in, this patriarchal society of like women having been so dependent on men and seeing where they got so many of us, you know, our grandmothers and, you know, ancestors and stuff. And, and now us having the abilities to accomplish so much to go so far and, I don't know. Like, I think I feel like we're just like combating that constantly of just like, we don't want to, we don't want to be like, you know, in the past where we were dependent and we had to rely on a man. Now we want to like rely on ourselves, but where is the balance? Cause we also want partnership, like some of us, not everyone, mm-hmm. but like, mm-hmm. so it's like, ah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's and partner, partnership is like being able to like uh, surrender and, like rely on someone like or mm-hmm. or I'm trying I'm thinking of like like an H I guess how it's like two lines and then mm-hmm. that bridge like that's how I envision partnership is like we stand together like we stand apart and we're something apart but together we are something Ooh. else and I think that's what like partnership is like that I love that. And I'm so glad you said it again, because when you said it the first time, like I immediately was like, oh, surrender. Yes. Tell me more <laughs> like surrender to love. Surrender. Like what? Is, tell me, what do you mean? Cause like, how do, how do you do that? Like, <laughs> Girl, I don't know. I'm trying. Um, 
I just think to me, surrendering is like kind of letting go of a fear or um, of concerns and just allowing life to happen, just being in the process, trusting the process, trusting yeah. God, the universe, whatever you call it to, to just, to just be and like be a part of this thing, this relationship, whatever the relationship is and um, letting go. Yeah. Just, just letting go, get relinquishing any type of control that you think that you have or that you want to have and just going with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. Being totally present, being totally present, I guess, in the relationship and being a willing participant, you know, because relationships are hard. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I struggle I with that. Letting go of control. Yeah. <laughs> you know, girl, yeah. I mean, it's that. It's letting go of control and it's like letting go of, I guess, like, um, like, an expectation not like you have expectations but i think sometimes you go into this relationship like it's gonna be you know rain 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 drops and gummy bears and i feel like you have to let those type of notions go and just go through the process you know what i mean like don't go in with any type of you know every day is gonna be valentine's day and you know realize that some days ain't gonna be good so yeah, that's um. Yeah, I'm still working on that. Uh, amongst many other things, I'm still working. On that. Listen, at least you're working on it. I ain't even. I ain't even working on it. I'm gonna be for real. I'm like you said, it ain't on my list, huh? It ain't on. I'm for real. It's not. It's not a priority at this moment. You better get in where you fit in. <laughs> I love your energy, Monica. Just... <laughs> he was like, "This is what I gotta deal with." <laughs> And she's serious. That's why I'm shaking my head because I'm like, I know she mean it. Yo, but I love that. Like, you know who you are, you know what you want. Like, it's about like it's so funny though. Yeah, it's only funny because like earlier today I texted Makita like I'm getting married. I'm so in love, and she was just like, "What are you talking about? Like, here you go again. Like, who who is it this time? Who is this? Yeah, who is it this time? She like it changes. Who is it? So I'm like, oh, okay." Whatever. But then she told me like three people. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, so what? Yeah, but variety is kind of life, though. <laughs> right? Right? She don't understand it, though. She, uh, I just love it. out here. I love that. I love that. So, I mean, like we've spoken about our perspective of like the independent woman, but do you think there are like misconceptions that people have? about like the independent woman yeah absolutely I think one of the biggest misconceptions is that they think independent women like automatically have to do with men like I I feel like a lot like even with us discussing this a lot of our Mm -hmm. discussion has been like independent equals men like it's like oh I'm independent oh she hates men and it's like no damn can I just be proud that I paid my mortgage by myself like and I be proud that I bossed up on myself that I know my worth and I'm confident like I think one of the biggest misconceptions for me is that they just automatically equate being independent with like not needing a man or just a man is in in the conversation and I'm like sometimes it's not about y'all you know what I mean sometimes you know we're independent because we know how to pivot you know we handle our business like you know we're it has nothing to do with you so to me that's one of the biggest misconceptions is that being independent is you know you hate men and it's always about men and it's like oh, 
Um, for me, I'm thinking that people tend to believe that because you're independent that you don't want help. And I'm like, shoot, I would love for somebody to pay, you know, some pay my student loans off. I'm fine with not being independent in that way. Biden. Biden. <laughs> yes, Joseph Robinette. I am waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting yeah. too. Yeah, I think that's a big one. That was a big one for me too, which is like, like if you're independent, that means like you don't need help or support or or you can go without. It's like no human beings all human beings need help and support in some way shape or form like i can still be independent and like yeah need you to come put this like dresser together for me i'm not good at everything like yeah right like i'll figure it out but like i don't always want to like (laughs) so Mm -hmm. yeah i agree like that whole notion of like oh well you're independent like just do it and it's like well what like you said monica (laughs) earlier it's about resourcefulness too like utilizing my resources like Mm -hmm. if you better at it than me yeah Yeah, (laughs) this is not an efficient use of my time exactly yeah and then um even like recently for my own personal experience um I'm like thinking about like uh, moving jobs like switching jobs and like trying to really figure out like my career path that I want to go on and I was like looking up all this stuff and I was getting like overwhelmed by the research and I was just like Uh, I wish I had someone I could talk to, to just like help me just like, I don't know, just get whatever's in my head out and just like, you know, maybe run, give me some ideas or something like that. And and I was just like, well, just like ask your friend. (laughs) I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Like I could, I could just ask my friend who's like (laughs) in this field that I'm thinking of going into. Like I could just ask her if I can just pick her brain. And I was like, there's no harm in that. Right. And then I, and I asked her and she was like, yeah, of course. And I was like, wow, people like actually want to help too. Like, and you forget yeah. that, like yeah. people want to help you. And I'm just like, damn, it's that easy sometimes. <laughs> it is, but we make it so hard because we feel like, oh, we're by ourselves. And, and that is not the case at all. Like, yeah, because we're not alone. Yeah. And I feel like another misconception is like, that if you're an independent woman, like somehow that's like intimidating to people or that like you're a bitch, (laughs) which I mean, maybe you are, but like most of the time you're not like, it's just like this perception, like, Oh, you you're independent and you must be like a bitch or you're intimidating in some way to people. And it's like, I think it's just a lot of projection that it is. And confidence is confidence scares people like a confident woman. People are scared of that. Okay. Y'all seen Chloe Bailey post her little what she post her little whatever she posted on those things any, and everybody every, just any and everything she posts it's yeah like, it's like confident women scare people for sure yeah. it's like how how dare you feel good about yourself and feel like you like that bitch how dare you it's how triggering for them because they don't feel that way about themselves but and like I, I said it is it is self-projecting for sure so yeah yeah because there's definitely something empowering right like about the independent women, like we all, you know, joked about the song, but there was something empowering about, you know, the Destiny's Child video and Charlie's Angels and like women kicking ass. Like we all felt empowered by that. You're like, hell motherfucking yeah, right. I want to be independent woman. Right. <laughs> like, right. You right. know, so. Cause I mean, like I said, what's the alternative? <laughs> like what's the alternative? You're not going to be an independent woman. Like I, I, I don't know what the alternative is and I don't know how that life works out. So I'm curious to unpack that. Like, 
what's the side effects of not being an independent woman? Like, yeah. I don't know. I'll do some research and report back, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No problem. Yeah. No, I think it's all about the balance. Like you both mentioned, like you can be independent, but also like have space for being, you know, dependent in different ways and in different relationships. Like it doesn't have to be this black and white either or type situation. And usually if you are like completely dependent on someone, there's like some sort of like unhealthy boundary or something there, unless you're a child or, you know, have some sort of, I don't know, situation where you need someone to take care of you. But yeah, it's, it's scary. I think also too, like, I don't know if this is like, too far left but like in my head too I I think in terms of like um independence also granted sometimes safety in a way because you see how like easy it is Mm -hmm. for people to abuse or take advantage of of people so I think sometimes it it can be this whole thing of like I want to feel safe and like in control of what's happening yeah yeah so you can sometimes rely too much on that independence but I think about it. It is sort of life-saving for women, really. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I mean, that takes me back to freedom. Like, yeah, if you're independent, like you, no one is coming in your space. No one has control over anything that you have going on. So it's, it, it, there is safety in that, that I'm the only one that is controlling and running this shit. Right. But then again, back to resourcefulness, like, are you the most equipped person to run this ship through each and every storm alone so yeah you're absolutely right oh i love that you guys are so good like i feel like (laughs) i should be jotting down a lot of these like bits of like wisdom and and stuff (laughs) because i'm like yeah i need to keep that in mind but um i would say do you feel like there's more pressure maybe for like black women in particular to be independent in like today's world yeah i think so i think black women are just we're just supposed to have it all like that's the expectation it's like there's no um there's no just like what i forgot oh i forgot what the damn scandal thing was but that lady on scandal what did she say or the dad on scandal papa pope or whatever he was like (laughs) you gotta work twice as hard to have just as like have as much as they have or something like that. But I feel like it relates to basically like being a woman, like we are just, I guess, designed or conditioned to just be independent, like do what you got to do. Absolutely. I agree. I think, yeah, we're, we're raised that way that, you know, we have to be independent. We have to talk about it. I mean, and this about to get deep, but I think it goes back to like, you know, a lot of a lot of fathers are not in the home, which goes back to slavery. So women were head of head of households. And when I think about white households and, you know, the dad is spoiling the daughter. So she's always reliant on on her dad to show up. And then, you know, she's married off. So she's reliant on her husband to kind of take care of her and, and be there. I, I think white women are like the princesses of the world in a sense. So they, they, I don't think that it's really ingrained in them to, to be independent women from a young age, like it is for us. Not to say that they're not independent, but I'm just saying like, it's just, it's different. Yeah. And I think like, we just, we have to be strong. Like, I think that that's just like, I feel like that's what, when people think of black women, they think of 
us being strong. We're the ones who are out here fighting for our men and taking care of, you mm-hmm. know, this and that and still being home by six to make dinner. Like, it's just, we just, it's just this unrealistic expectation that we can just carry so much on our shoulders. And I think that all plays a part into just being independent. And yeah, it's like, it's, it's a lot of pressure, you know, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Kind of like that strong black woman trope that like, it's a trope, but it's also like a lived reality for like so many of us who've just had to be strong black women because like, Mm -hmm. you know, we're in a country that like, you know, that a lot of times we can't depend on for like right. for our safety, doesn't, for our for our anything sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't protect us exactly, exactly. So it's like um we're almost conditioned in a sense to be independent because it's like nobody else is gonna look nobody, out for us. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, and I think especially in the home that's like you said, the sort of generational trauma as well right gets passed on of like we had to we had to learn how to do it we're gonna make sure you know how to do it it. yeah oh yeah and it's and it's unfortunate I mean I'd love to see that you know those things are changing and that you know with each generation there are more like you know fathers in the home more little black girls getting spoiled and able to be at the ages where they should be able to be a girl and be, be a carefree black girl. I love, I love that terminology because that is not the case for a lot of us. Um, But that's happening more and more. And I'm so excited about it. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And I, and I think about that. Yeah. For the younger generation, especially like my niece, like, I just think about like, Oh, I don't want you to have to feel like you have like the weight on the world and that you don't have anyone that can protect you or, you know, any sort of legacy, to to inhabit that isn't filled with like pain and struggle and strife it's like no like I want you to have like all the opportunities and it's yeah yeah I I hope like that's happening more and more and more but I also feel like it sometimes strips us of like being able to be vulnerable a lot like with ourselves and others like we almost like get denied that right that vulnerability that we like you know we hurt too we yeah (laughs) yeah because there's no, there's no time for crying. There's no time for feelings. Because you got to do this, 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 that, and third. So yeah, it's. But then, you know, that's when everything comes to a head, and you do break down or whatever because you haven't had the time to actually feel your emotions. Like mm-hmm. emotions are meant to be felt and not suppressed. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right, and like, and all of them. So like, I always say now too, like you. And I'm not the only one that says this, but like in order to experience like the joy, like you also have to experience the pain, right? It it sort of goes hand in hand, that like yin and yang type feeling. So I always like realize like if you're blocking out the the bad, then you're also in some ways in turn blocking out the good. So it's mm-hmm. just like, you know, take your moment, cry, feel what you need to feel. And then we move, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> but don't deny it. Like, don't deny yourself that because the world is denying you that. So, like, don't deny yourself at least. Like, but it's all part of the process. <laughs> yeah. And I and I think it's even dope that we as three Black women can sit here and talk about this together. Because, again, like, we are not alone. We have similar and shared experiences. And I think that's important that we are vulnerable with our friends or with, you know, 
each other in our community because so we can, I guess, get that get get that sense of community community and understand that you know we're not an outlier. I think loneliness is is probably a as much as a pandemic as COVID. Like loneliness kills so many people and drives so many people to to bad places um, mentally and emotionally. Wow. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I think like again, like that independent women, that strong black women, like there isn't really talk about loneliness for that woman, you know, like, it's kind of like, she's, she's good. She's got it. But it's like, no, we all need support. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. it's like, it's, does she really? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and also like, you know, having those moments, those vulnerable moments doesn't mean you don't got it. It's just, yeah. It just means you're like, you're, you're fucking human. Like, right. <laughs> You know, right. like, right. oh man, the richness of like our existence that we don't always get to mm. to fully experience a lot of times. It's like, is it Auntie Maxine reclaiming, reclaiming my time, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> reclaiming all of it? Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I, last question, and then we can like wrap it up because I know it's late and I appreciate y'all. Um, but like, <laughs> how do you balance like your desire for independence and that need for support? Like you mentioned earlier, um, Makita, like surrender and, you know, and surrender could be in a romantic relationship or just within other relationships or just with life, like surrender to life. Like things are just going to happen that we can't always control, but like, where's the balance between like having that control and having our shit together and just like, I think Monica said it best when I, I agree that there's a difference between being independent and being self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. So like being able to, to, to again, bet on yourself, count on yourself, knowing that you got it, but knowing that you don't have to have it. Like you don't have to do it by yourself. Like you can ask for help. To me, I feel like that's, that's the best way to balance it. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're like, you know, Cause I said it, so I agree. Yeah, yeah, of course, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? That was really smart of me. I... <laughs> right? Like, good job, Monica. Damn it, so smart. Yeah, but yeah. That's yeah. the balance. It's the balance. Yeah, the balance, and everybody needs everybody needs balance. Like, you gotta. I mean, especially if you want. Um, I don't know. I just I keep just going back to no man is island. So I feel like for people out here who think that they're just doing all that, you just go get some therapy and just know that like you got people who should be holding you down. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like hopefully you don't have to always use them, but if you did use them, like you know, you should at least have comfort in knowing that if you needed somebody, they would be there. And I think that is good balance too of just like she said, knowing that if you needed somebody, you know, like somebody would, would help you out. So I guess it's just putting things in perspective, you know, like you can be an Island or what is, you cannot be an Island. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just was going back to the whole, no man is an Island. So I'm like, you can be an Island or you could be hell. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I, I think like also like, like, asking for support or accepting support. Cause like, that's another 
component of it too, like accepting that people want to help you, like people mm-hmm. want to right. see you doing and living like your best life, like does not strip mm-hmm. you of your independence. Like right. it aids it in a way that I think a lot of us don't see, cannot, right. like, can miss that. That like, yeah, it's just helping you grow. Like it is. And you don't want to block your blessing though, by not asking, you know what I mean? Like you just want to sit and suffer. Like that don't make no sense to me. Like, I'm not <laughs> sitting and suffer. I'm, I'm calling somebody like, Hey, I need X, Y, and Z. Can you help me out? You know? And don't be afraid of people telling you no. And don't take people telling you no personally. Like people got a lot of other things that's happening in their life besides, you know, your situation. So if you get a no, Go find somebody else until you get a yes. But I think that um, it's definitely just like not not missing out and not just not suffering. Like you're really just going to sit there and just I don't know, look at your your basement flooded or something. You know, I mean, instead of just asking somebody for help, like it's just like just ask people for help. Like and yeah, yeah, yeah. And support and support looks different, and that's and I'm saying this too. Support looks different though. Like support. It's it's not always like um, there's not like a just a one way to support you know what I mean so I feel like once you kind of understand of what it is the type of support you need or what the help that you need like I think that makes things better because support is not always financially it's not you know hell it could just be picking somebody's brain you know like yeah you're absolutely right yeah. and yeah. yeah that's all the questions I have for you ladies, but I thank okay. you so much. <laughs> we made it. Yay. We did it, Joe. <laughs> that will never not be a thing, will it, huh? I no. know. That's always going to be, that's always going to be a thing. We did it, Joe. We did yeah. it. I, I wish they would. I wish they would do a lot of things, which. <laughs> Listen, again, I am Joe. not afraid to ask for help. I need my student loans paid off. Mm-hmm. Me too. Come on, government, right? Like, you gotta ask for support from anybody. It should be the fucking government. Right. Not, especially as a black person, because we built this thing for free. Reparations. That's what you said. Yeah. <laughs> Period. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely right. That's true. Well, uh, oh, I thought you were gonna say something thank else. Thank you for having us. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't have anything else to say. I was just gonna say thank you for having us. This was very exciting. Like, we got the email like, oh my God, right? so excited. Yay. Somebody oh. wants to do something. Yay. So thank you. No, thank we, you so much. It. But that was, that was part of me being like, ah, oh, man, I want to reach out to more people, but I'm afraid because <laughs> what will they say? I don't know. They might right. think this is weird. And then it was me again, just being like, girl, just ask. Like, all you can do is ask. Right. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. That is all. So, so we appreciate it though. Oh, I yeah. appreciate y'all. And I'm so grateful that, you joined me here and that we had this discussion and I hope, you know, the folks that listen to it can take something from it and, you know, hopefully use it in their, in their own lives. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm so grateful. Thank you. And I just want to say if they're like, where can people find and listen to your podcast and where can they follow y'all on social media? Makita. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> so, I was going to just see them looking at each out. other. It's like that, um, that Diddy and that guy from oh, the that, voice. Oh, yeah, and that like, guy that they just staring at each other. That's definitely the moment we had. I'm like, Makita, you know we talk about this. You know you're supposed to do this. Come on, what you doing? All right. Um, so you can find Chicken, Sex, and Degrees podcast um, anywhere that 
pods are cast. So Apple, Spotify, Google, SoundCloud. Um, we're all on that and some other little places, but definitely the big three, four. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at chicken sex degrees and on Twitter at chicken without the I and without the E sex degrees. So at chicken sex degrees, but no I or E in chicken on Twitter. All right, y'all. And that'll be all for today's show. Please check out their podcast and hopefully we'll get to do this again in the future, but thank y'all so much. Um, See y'all next week. Bye.